Welcome, fans of the beautiful sport in Sacramento, to the State of the Republic podcast. I'm your host, Luis, and today, as usual, I'm joined by everyone's favorite hosts here on the show, podcast mom Sharon and Jared. First, let's go over to the man who made the trip out to the stadium yesterday, and we're glad you're back home safe. Jared, how's it going, man? Uh, it was uh, a brutal match, you know, but uh, definitely enjoyed it. Uh, the experience have got, has gotten better this this year. I mean, maybe because of how Phoenix is doing, but uh, be, be glad to go over it uh, here in a short while. Uh, how, how's everything uh, out in California? Hey, I'll go first on that one. Hey, California is cooling off a tad bit. Um, it's, uh, it's still beautiful, but I understand that the hot weather is moving inland and to the north. So I, I guess I'm kind of glad that where we are here in Elk Grove is doing A-OK. Luis, how's Modesto? It's good. Um, you know, pretty hot, as I think most of the Central Valley is during this time. But not complaining because it's going to be probably hotter, not degree-wise, but on Wednesday because we've been waiting for so long. And I know we're going to talk about it more tomorrow, but I'm just already so ecstatic knowing that it's just, you know, a couple of days away and I wanted to be Wednesday already. We've been waiting way too long for this game. So, uh, but other than that, feeling pretty good. Uh, I think yesterday's match, uh, you know, I, I was pretty impressed. I got to say, uh, even though it wasn't a win, I, I enjoyed watching uh, this team, which we'll be talking about here shortly. But before we do so, uh, let's go ahead and get right into Golazos of Gratitude and being that he was at the stadium yesterday, uh, let's go with you, Jared. I feel like you probably have uh, a couple of them to say, right? Yeah, I mean, I've definitely got a few glasses of gratitude. And first of all, I do want to give glasses of gratitude to the Phoenix Rising Front Office for continuing the pump to pitch uh, shuttle program, which although there's only one that services uh, west of the East Valley, I'm just still so glad that they still go to the Churchill. I was able to get there. Uh, quiet on time and then once the match was over and i was able to you know give my high fives and see you on wednesdays to, to, to the boys i was able to not literally run but definitely power walk and was able to catch uh, my shuttle just as it was about to leave so i'm just glad to have that otherwise it would be a very expensive uber from chandler to avondale out in the west valley so thank you very much phoenix rising for doing that keep it up in fact, you may even want to increase service out from the West Valley. That would be most appreciative. And also to Quick Trip for being open late on uh, 3rd Ave and uh, Indian School Road, because by the time I got into Phoenix, I was you know, definitely looking to get uh, some food and drink. And thankfully, they're open 24-7. Be- beautiful environment, completely clean, quick cashiers. So definitely a cause of gratitude to, to Quick Trip uh, last night. Wow, that sounds like quite an adventure, Jared. I mean, I, I, we, we know that you are totally reliant on public transportation, and man, it just really came through. Although I think your last bit of your trip was an Uber ride, and hopefully you got a really good one. And I understand you ran into some people yesterday that were actually possibly Sacramento fans, and you were getting them some stickers. Is that true? Yeah, I was, I was getting some stickers for for them. In fact, um. There's actually a member from our uh, Sacramento Kings and Republic FC fans in Arizona group that actually did make the, the match. I mean, 
granted he lives about 20 minutes away from Chandler, but you know, we, we sat down, we kind of picked apart the, the match, you know, as we were seeing it. And, and of course he, he also listens to the podcast as well. So, so Brent, uh, thank you very much for making the trip. And, uh, once again, enjoy the stickers, you know, we're just, uh, sp- spreading the uh, Republic FC and central Valley soccer word throughout the, uh, the desert here as we can, especially with as many Sacramento expats that live here now. Man, that's that's fabulous. Luis, I'll go ahead and go next on on Galazas and Gratitude. I got a couple of them. Um, Number one, there was a a memorial yesterday for my mother's husband and just everybody was just so wonderful and gracious and loving. Um, You know, the the services, the pastor, was just absolutely fabulous. Uh, my my mother had and my mom's husband had a caregiver for a little while. You know that who really came through in a pinch, and then she moved away to Illinois. Um, she's actually a deaconess, and I think she might be uh, teaching classes now in Illinois. Anyhow, make a long story short, she surprised my mother. Showed up. She's the pastor's daughter of where the services were held, and she actually sang one of the hymns. Um, on behalf, but my mother was just moved to incredible tears of joy and sorrow, shared all of the things all at once to be able to reconnect with Liz. Um, and it just really made the whole memorial a lot easier for everybody to get through, you know, just when you when you're trying to acknowledge the life of somebody who was nearly 94 years old and was married to my mother for the last. 22 years I bet uh yeah about that it was just it was just amazing um so that's my first galaza of gratitude my second one is actually kind of a little lighter a little lighthearted. Jane thank you Jane Walker for finding uh an offer of two tickets to the open cup that are actually really quality tickets and the weather's going to be even better on Wednesday I'm looking at the predictions two incredible tickets for somebody that we interviewed for the 100th episode, and that person, I guess I'm not going to say it uh, unless it's not a surprise. Luis, you tell me if it's a surprise or not that this person is going to be on our 100th episode. Anyhow, we were able to uh, secure tickets for this wonderful woman who previously played in a role at the Storm and played overseas, so she now has tickets to the Open Cup. Thank you, Jane, for making that connection and finding those two tickets and letting this person know all about it. Just can't thank people enough for coming through as a family in soccer. Luis, what about you? Uh, well, I'm glad you mentioned that too, because I, I was going to reveal some of the names of uh, some of the people that will be joining us for episode 100. But I think it's probably better just to keep it a surprise, not that I'm like really thinking about it. Um you know, I think it's better for all of our listeners to be surprised, but let's just say you're going to be familiar with uh, some of the people that will be joining us for that special episode. Well, more details on, but it'll probably be posted uh, here in about a week and a half, two weeks, um, but more information to follow on that. Um, for my two goals of gratitude that I have, uh, the first one, and if anyone follows me on, on social media, you'll know about this one, but uh, goes out to you, Sharon, for actually helping me get the City of Trees kit and the scarf, which, as Jared knows, he also got his are really amazing uh, piece of merchandise. And uh, I, I really like the material they use for this City of Trees kit. It's unlike any other jersey I've ever even seen, just in general. So shout out to the team for actually uh, 
you know, going along with the City of Trees kit, it's not only just the design of the actual jersey, but the material is, it seems like, you know, it's like recycled material, but uh, it really goes with uh, the overall theme that they were trying to follow. So hey, great job with that. Quality for quality and no need to give me a shout out. All I did was I just put the order in and made your address <laughs> as the recipient. So it's all cool. Yeah. Holler if anybody else needs that little bit of help. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, and that, that, that'll probably be, I think I haven't gotten confirmation on it, but I'm almost 99% sure, I would assume, that that is the jersey they're going to be wearing on Wednesday. So it's it's the one that everyone wants. I don't know if they have uh, been fully stocked or they're still fulfilling pre-orders, but uh, you might want to check with the team store. They might you know be able to still ship some or uh, maybe be able to pick them up at the stadium on Wednesday and you'll be able to uh, you know rock the same jersey, which we hope we'll continue to make history. And even if it doesn't, it's already made history. I mean, it's already something that you should have in your closet uh, collection as well. Uh, on my uh, second Goloss of Gratitude, and again, we can't mention names yet, but we've actually had two of the people that will be joining us for episode 100. They know who they are. We really uh, greatly appreciate that you know they were able to schedule interviews with us um, early on because we want to get those interviews uh, all finalized, all recorded, all scheduled out because I am going to be out of town uh, the following week, which is basically when it'll be posted. So I want to make sure that's all finalized. And so all y'all can actually uh, listen to a pod and not have like a full week without anything. So uh, uh, thank you so much to them and, and to the future guests that we'll be having on, which we have them all scheduled out at this point, and uh, we're really excited to be able to also uh, talk to them as well. All right. Well, before we get uh, into the game, uh, I do want to remind everyone, if you don't already know, we now have a website, and it's called sagsoccerpod.com. You can listen to the show. You can leave us a voicemail to either be replayed here on the show or for us to just answer a question you might have. And uh, you can also comment on specific episodes. There is a Facebook comment plugin that is added to every single episode that gets posted. So check it out. It's a really neat website. And uh, let us know your thoughts on it as well. So I have All right. a question. Did you, and we're going to talk about this right this second, the uh, pod dinner winner, is that somewhere on the website? Because... That's kind of important to some of us. <laughs> you know, that's not on the website, but I will actually add it on the website. Now that you mentioned it, that's a because that's a good idea. I would love to get people coaching Jared and I on our picks. <laughs> <laughs> we need serious help, folks. <laughs> right, Jared? Yeah, I mean, we're not doing so so hot lately, but uh, yeah, yeah, any kind of assistance would probably be appreciated. <laughs> Uh, yeah if i remember right Luis, jared and i are still stuck at five each you're at 10 nobody got any points this last weekend is that correct yeah that's right. correct yeah i have 10 you two have five yeah <laughs> so together we're tied uh, separately or half of you <laughs> i gotta make the mention though i said it before open cup is gonna give us the opportunity to gain five points all right five we're points this is a big that. game Yes. Yeah, we're going to we're going to talk about the, <laughs> to the Open Cup, not on this episode so much, but on our next episode. So 
just a little teaser. Luis has another teaser later in this podcast about that. So off we go. Yeah. Off we go uh, back to Arizona over with Jared to talk about uh, yesterday's uh, nil-nil game. I think it's been a while since we've had a game that is 0-0, but, um, you know, we want to hear all about these uh, games. And with Jared being at the stadium, I know it was a much different experience than he had the last time he was there, especially with food. And, yes, we had to talk about food because it can't be a – Stay of the Republic episode if uh, food isn't mentioned. So, Jared, how about we first start with you letting us know how it was getting there and just your overall experience this time around? Well, this time I made it to, to uh, downtown Phoenix uh, with a fairly uh, good amount of time uh, because this is where the um, Phoenix Rising FC do their pub to pitch uh, shuttle buses. Uh, this year, I noticed the buses were uh, smaller in comparison. In, in years past, it's been like like those uh, Flix buses or Greyhound uh, charter type buses, you know, as, as far as size goes. This was more of a party bus, but uh, getting out to the stadium, well, well technically going to another uh, pub in, I think, Tempe to pick up more fans and then going to the stadium, it started to fill up a little bit. Uh, but it was still great, you know, still air-conditioned. They had music going on in the background and everything like that. So it, was, so it was a good atmosphere, and, you know, it was free, of course. So that definitely helped. Uh, other, otherwise, the majority of the pub-to-pitch uh, buses pick up in the East Valley, like Scottsdale, to Tempe, Chandler, all, all that area. So I was grateful they still have the one bus from downtown Phoenix. So that cuts down my commute to, in, in half as far as from Avondale out in the West Valley. Uh, once we got there, you know, the bus driver said, hey, you know, just be sure you're back here by 945 because that's the time it was leaving. And once I got in, you know, got checked in, um, had my clear backpack, which uh, I was technically getting for next Wednesday. So I could actually go into the fair instead of wait hours and hours to check in. Uh, security was a breeze. I mean, there was hardly any lines, uh, whereas in the year years past, there's been a bit of a line to get in. I think probably the. Uh, Rising FC's uh, win-loss record kind of has a hand on that. But getting in, you know, there's a big um, tur- a turf area, uh, AstroTurf area where, you know, they have open spaces where the kids can play soccer. They have food trucks out there. Um, I actually had a voucher again this year. This time they threw in ice cream. Well, more a paleta, but still good. Uh, the burger actually it was already assembled. I mean, well, basically, it was just the burger and cheese. That's it. No other toppings. But still, last year, I, I I had to put the cheese on separate. So the fact that it was actually put together this year kind of shocked me. So that's at least one W Phoenix is getting this year. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the food was, you know, as far as the voucher goes, uh, gave you your choice of chips um, and drink. You can choose uh, from certain drinks. I just decided to go with Powerade because that was uh, – a little bit more hydrating out, out there in the heat. And then yeah, the paletas, they were a La Michoacana brand, which is pretty popular out here as well because there's a lot of taco places that that, that do sell those. Uh, in fact, the um, Tacos Calafia by my place uh, actually does the uh, the walnut ones. Those, those are good. Ooh, but, yeah. but I decided to get the lime one. Uh, got, uh, got out to uh, the warm-ups area, you know, 
sh- shouted out to, to Ali and uh, to Danny V. You know, I had the towel up, uh, so, show, so showing the support while they were working out. Uh, ultimately, I got to my seat and um, friend, friend of ours um, in the Sacramento Kings and Sacramento Republic FC uh, fans in Arizona, uh, Brent had actually made the trip because once again, he's 20 minutes away and oddly enough, he had actually bought the ticket next to me. I, I let him know, hey, I'm in section 107 row two. He bought his ticket and oddly enough, we bought our seats next to each other without knowing. Oh, oh. <laughs> As, and so we, we, you know, we watched the match uh, go through. Um, for, uh, first half, I mean, we saw Phoenix was just dominating as far as possession goes. I mean, we really couldn't uh, hold on to the ball for for too long. I mean, we had a couple opportunities. That was about it. But um, Brent was also keeping an analytical eye on how how our boys were doing. You know, who we need to get the ball out to. I mean, he definitely had a lot of insight in, in the match. Um, Halftime, I came through. I decided to get a couple beers, and I guess the uh, folks at the beer line for some reason heard I wanted three, but I just mentioned one. It was the uh, Estrella Jalisco, you know, the tall boys. But uh, I figured, you know, I'll I'll go ahead and take take the other uh, three. You know, it's, I, I might as well. So not nothing big on that. Um, <laughs> three tall did, boys. I don't I, even. I, I'd be on I only drink. Go home, party bus. <laughs> I only drank two of them, though. So <laughs> uh, they they had a, a different types of foods available. Um, I, I didn't get it though, but I, they have the Sonoran dog, but for like ten bucks. Oh. Yeah, they also had like um, different sausages. Uh, they had they had a, a wealth of other food as well, but uh, I don't know. I figured I. I was still doing good with with the uh, with the cheeseburger, and I still had the uh, Doritos you know, in my bag, so I was good for food at, at that time. Uh, second half came along. You know, we were actually seeing some uh, lightning strikes further south of, of, of Chandler, being far far away to not really be a factor, but close enough where you could still see the light show behind the video board. Yikes! How I yeah. I, I try to remember what the distance? Could you hear the thunder? Could you hear the thunder? Actually, no. Okay. I mean, we, the one thing we did hear or thought we heard anyway was uh, on the first uh, corner kicker for Phoenix, it sounded to, to Brent and I, and this is before the beers, it sounded like they were chanting defense when Phoenix Rising was doing their, their corner kick. It was only after subsequent corner kicks that they were actually chanting Phoenix. It sure sounded like defense. I even posted that in our little inside chat group. It's like, why do they keep yelling defense when they're okay. on offense? I thought that was hilarious. Luis, I think everybody was, we were laughing because I heard it as defense, not Phoenix. It sounded like defense. Okay. So, so Brent and I weren't the only ones going nuts then. Okay. No, you were totally not nuts, but I wouldn't put it past him. However, you know, I, I think they have enough savvy soccer fans that they, they, wouldn't they wouldn't be yelling defense but it, it you know if it, they were that might have helped our case our guys would have just thought that they were being cheered on right and we needed that we totally needed that when we dive into the game there were a lot there was a lot of stuff going on back there in uh carlos's zone you know because he's he got the call up and yes ryan strange you did call it you said anytime you make a prediction for carlos starting he starts 
But I think there mm-hmm. were a couple of other of us who we used our we used our process of elimination kind of thing. It's like, no, nah, they're they're not taking this person, this person, this person on the trip. So chances are Carlos is going to get a shot at this. And sure enough, it it did happen. So well, now I know why Phoenix hasn't been doing good. If people are chanting defense, then <laughs> that's why they haven't been doing good this season. All right, it all makes it's like, sense. It's like banditos blink once if you need help. <laughs> I, I have a question for you, Jared, and, and I don't know if uh, maybe there's more people behind the cameras, but uh-huh. the stadium looked pretty empty. I was like, wow, oh. people are not loving. I mean, I know Phoenix is not doing great, but come on. They were doing yeah. good previously, and now you're just abandoning them this season. I'd actually gotten a picture of uh, the, the rows behind me uh, showing uh, the large uh, amount of uh, empty seats. So I, I think I did upload that to the group. Uh, if not, I will. But yeah, I mean, on our side, it certainly wasn't half full. I mean, I mean, even the row in front of us, I, yeah, Brent and I could have easily just popped into the front row, but we figured, nah, we're good where we're at. And then also gave the chance for some of the kids uh, around to, you know, get a, get an upfront view. So, but that kind of uh, tells you the difference between the past couple seasons and then now. Yep. So, so also, if you think about it, though, even in Sacramento, when it's that sweltering hot, sometimes people just choose to watch it at home. It's like, well, I know I have my season ticket, but I'm just going to let it ride this time because it's just so freaking hot. And uh, temperature at game time was 104, I think I want to say for you yep, guys. Sounds about right. Ugh. Sounds about right. Ugh. That is just that's just an un, unreal. I know. And they have the this time, Luis, you'll be happy. We'll talk about it, but we could say it right now. They have the hydration breaks. You are not mm-hmm. happy with the last mm-hmm. game locally here where there was no hydration break official. And you were like, what the heck? And that was like almost an unsolved mystery. It's like, whatever happened to the hydration breaks? <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. It, it's got to be against the law to not have hydration break at whatever thing you have going on throughout the state of Arizona. I just got to say, like, that, that referee is going to jail if uh, they don't get hydration breaks. It's got to be. If it's not a law, then you make it a law. Well, once once again, this is a state where uh, air conditioning is a medical necessity. I mean, granted, we're playing outdoors and everything like that, but, you know, you, you've got to stay hydrated. So I'm glad that they had the hydration breaks. Right. But if they didn't, Luis says there should be law. Yeah, they're going to jail for not following the law. So that's why it's got to be a law. um, After 10 a.m. in Phoenix, doesn't matter where or in Arizona, after 10 a.m., whatever you're doing, I don't care what you're doing. You can be indoors or outdoors. You have to, by law, take a hydration break at every, what is it? What's a a quarter? 20, 20 something, 30, whatever. I don't even know what a quarter is. 22 and a half minutes. Every 22 and a half minutes, everybody in Arizona takes a hydration break, not hibernation. Okay. Well, that, that I, might happen I, be, if you don't drink. <laughs> I'd be down for the hibernation break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Tina's going to like this one. You know, again, when you can't say our words, talking is hard, says Kaylor, although I don't say it the same way in his accent. He's from... <laughs> Alabama. Yeah, yeah the, the last portion of the match, um, once it got past uh, 90th minute going to stoppage time, it was like about four that were left. Um, I, I told Brent, you know, I, I know it's like maybe a minute left, but I got to get headed out towards the uh, the, the little uh, 
lane where the, the players walk, uh, walk between the stadium and the uh, locker room, uh, they have it where it's it's a lane, but uh, they still let people pass. But when they see players coming through, they kind of ro- rope it off with the chains to let the players through. So Republic FC uh, were the first ones to go through. So thankfully I made it in time, you know, gave them the high fives, you know, great work. See you Wednesday and everything like that. And then once uh, more of the uh, Phoenix Rising fan, uh, uh, Phoenix Rising uh, team started coming out, that's when I decided to make my cue. Um, obviously, I couldn't go through the uh, the links or anything like that, so I had to try to go back into the uh, st- uh, seats to get around. Uh, I first got cuff of my first uh, item, so I just had to kind of double back and go a little bit of long ways around, but I was able to get to the other side, exit the stadium, get to where the uh, shuttles were at, and there was one that was just getting ready to leave. There were two that were sitting idle, getting ready to take off. First, the uh, first one I asked, "Hey, are you going to the Churchill or Tempe?" Uh, they said, "No." There's there's some other ones though. So the, the other one that was there was the right one. So I was able to get there on time. This time it was uh, almost full capacity with the fans get, getting back to uh, the other bar and into the Churchill, and I was able to get on uh, with the quickness. And yeah, we just. Uh, Dropped uh, folks off the first one and the second one. It was a little bit longer because uh, the distance. Um, I did. I did get a couple of video calls from William uh, since he was uh, in San Francisco after the uh, the Oakland uh, route to Las Vegas Lights uh, FC match. Since he was going to be doing the 10K in San Francisco today, mm-hmm. so once I actually got into downtown Phoenix, you know, we chatted for a bit, talked about the game, both the Oakland game and our game. And everything like that. And then that's when I said, you know, okay, I better start to heading out West. So I popped over to, uh, at first I was going to go to Whataburger since they're open 24 hours, but I figured, you know, wait a second, there's a quick trip, uh, convenience store gas station across, uh, across from there. I could get more drinks and get more food over there and just nuke the food later. And I got picked up from uh, Whataburger since I figured that'd be a better place to be picked up. Um, I had an Uber driver. Um, I believe her name was Janet. As I mentioned, the, uh, the Republic of C match turns out that she was also from Sacramento, been out here for 12 years as well, Ooh. but she was from uh, college green. So we just kind of talked about uh, some of the things that were still in Sacramento, some of the things that are gone, especially the Sutter Memorial uh, hospital and also at uh, the club as well. By the time she dropped me off at home, you know, I, I'd given her a couple of the uh, uh, podcast stickers and she asked, uh, are you guys on Spotify? I said, yeah, we're on Spotify and pretty much anywhere you can get a podcast on. So, so Jan, if you're listening, thank you very much for the awesome ride. You know, who knows? Might might happen again. But uh, if, if you are listening, we certainly appreciate it, especially with uh, as many Sacramento expats that we have living out here in the desert. So that's how that, how that went yesterday. Well, that's awesome. It's a small world. Wow. All the way out there and someone from Sacramento. Great. It's it's always really great when you are able to uh, talk to people that are from close to where you live that. So. And you know what, though, Jared, at the end of the day, I would certainly love to have you have a, a job back here in California somewhere. You know, uh, just would would love it. But maybe that day will come at some point in time. Well, if I can hit the Mega Millions, I mean, nobody won on Friday, so maybe I'll put in for that in the next couple of days uh, before the draw. Uh, we'll just get you paid more. We'll start We'll start putting your resume out there so you can make <laughs> make the salary you deserve. Dude, you deserve a lot. You're very smart. So anyhow, I digress. 
be on the lookout. You might be getting some phone calls, Jared. We're going to be on Indeed. That's going to happen, too. There's a way to just blast resumes out. We're, we're <laughs> like, Jared. Well, I, I think for right now, I mean, I, I certainly do like the job I've got right now. But but if I do hit that mega millions, then that'll obviously change things. Yeah, you're coming back. Hey, so let's dive into this match. There's There's a lot to be thankful for. There's a lot to think about. But there's really not a lot to talk about when you end up with a zero zero tie, right, Luis? There's just not that much, correct? Yeah. Uh, I, if there's one thing that I could say uh, fr- from the get go is that I'm actually quite pleased that Coach actually started with a rotation squad, and that uh, he left uh, a couple of the starters back in Sacramento. And really smart thing for him to do, right? Especially Dan Casey being so critical out back. Rodrigo Lopez. We know we want the guy on Wednesday. Right, you need him. Five, Luis Felipe, Matt Lagrasa, Dan Casey, Lee mm-hmm. Desmond, and Roro all got, they got to stay home. And yeah, I was pleased. And I told you guys this behind the scenes. It was wonderful to see the Academy guys get the, the call up and the start. Mm-hmm. Tiago getting a start. I mean, start mm-hmm. the in the 11, man. And I would have to say that Connor Donovan had his freaking hands full. <laughs> You know, he had to, oh, absolutely. He had to, I don't want to say he had to like babysit, but he literally, if you listen to Adam Moffat last night, <laughs> Luis, he was like, he got into Rafa's face. He probably got a little bit into <laughs> Tiago's face, not face, but you know, he's teaching these guys how to be the pro players, you know, at the higher level. So that was, uh, that was all very interesting. I don't mean to interrupt you, but last night for me was a heartwarming experience to watch players get a start that hadn't been getting starts so keep going Luis didn't mean to interrupt you but I did oh yeah no it's, it's all good uh I mean the bench we had a couple of other academy guys right Fernando Venegas and uh he actually saw some minutes too and then Michael Aaron Ortiz uh he didn't see any minutes but uh always great when you see some names that you've never seen before uh make it out uh, at least to, to to the rotation side actually I, I said bench but uh, ro- the rotation uh, I don't know what we want to call it but the rotation area. <laughs> um, so it, it, it was really good to, to see all that too. And of course, see some of the guys that are starters, right? Like a Dougie uh, being out there too. Uh, Nick Ross once in a while, a Duke, um, you know, m- making an appearance too. And Carlos Saldana being out back in goal, I think was another good uh, decision by coach too, because you don't want Danny V to possibly get injured, right? In a match like this too. And also, I think that, you know, you never know what might happen on Wednesday. All of a sudden, you know, you might, you know, see Danny V pick up an injury and Carlos needs to be there uh, all ready to go. And this was the match to put Carlos in to help him gain that confidence. And in my opinion, man of the match, right? He had a couple of uh, great stops and you need that, right? You need to boost his confidence because should he be needed on Wednesday, you need him to be like, hey, I'm I'm good. I just played 90 minutes last Saturday. Like, like you know, rotate me in if needed. Yeah. But, you know, hopefully it's not needed. But if needed, he's, he's there. He's probably one of the most humble guys. You ask him about, you, you talk to him any point in time, after matches, whatever. He says he's doing whatever is needed for the team. He never says, you know, one thing or another. He never speaks badly about whether he's starting or whether he's not. He is all there for the team. And, you know, that's that's the kind of guy you want on the squad. You know, a guy who is just happy 
he plays with joy. Luis, you and I have talked about this. Same with you, Jared. We've talked about players that play happy and with joy. And that's Carlos Saldana through and through. Now, here's the other thing. We saw Oakland go down to uh, 10 players and the red card last night was against our goalkeeper. So even things like that could happen to us in an open cup match. You just never know which freaking referee you're going to get that will see something that, you know, is either true or not true. It doesn't matter. But if they do something that's not to our liking, we've got to be ready. And something that would be totally horrible would be to have, um, you know, a, a player like that ejected. So good thing. I agree with you 100%, Luis, that having Carlos get some of those minutes is critical. I was even uh, kind of surprised to see our new signing, uh, Deshaun Brown, actually uh, get some minutes as well. I mean, that figure what, what to get, yeah. to, get the, to get the U.S. I mean, get all of the league approval and all that stuff together. Stephen Ali or whoever it was that was doing that behind the scenes, man, they they did that lightning fast. Typically, they say you know pending league and la 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 approval, and then the next thing you know, he's on the plane and on the team and getting some minutes. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Luis, what did you think of that sub? I thought, it, I mean, I was also impressed. I, I never thought I'd expect to see, you know, Kim on the bench, being that he's so new and that, you know, sometimes players have just recently arrived, but it looks like he must have been in game form. I mean, we did, we literally just found out, right? What was it on, was it on Friday that we found out? I think so, right? That we got the notification and yeah, to see him play the next day, it's like, you know, the team already had him training the whole week, you know, get, getting on onto the pitch and that not just that, but he had already been playing with this previous club and he came from the Indian Super League. That's a big trip, right? I don't know if he had already been here for a couple of months and was maybe looking for a team, but if he just came from India, like, wow, this guy, uh, <laughs> you know, came from a long ways distance and then he just, you know, gets uh, rotated into this game and, you know, ready to uh, showcase himself, which granted he didn't get that much, you know, minutes. And, you know, I don't think I really have that much to say about him in this match, but I'm really looking forward to him in future matches, considering that it's always great to have more competition up front uh, than we currently do, right? Especially guys who are like forward, natural forwards that uh, can compete uh, with, you know, like a Dougie and Luther for, for a spot. Exactly, exactly. So, so, you know, I got to talk about, let's just kind of march through really quickly some of the, the players that we saw, you know, um, Duke and Faraday, I think did a really fabulous job last night. I think that they were doing a great job getting up and down the wings as hot as it was yesterday. Neither one of them got subbed. If you looked at our sub lines, there were some players that played all 90 minutes and that would be Duke, uh, Tiago, Faraday, Emil, and Nick. Those guys played 90 freaking minutes in that heat and you know they took advantage of their hydration break and i'll say this nick ross man if you eat meat i will give you two cheeseburgers fries on the side and a milkshake dude you burned you burned some rubber last night and you know same with with duke and Faraday. i do owe Faraday a brunch you know we talk about it all the time and you know so dude you you need some food in you after last night man that was amazing what you did yeah, uh, Brent was definitely sold on Faraday. I mean, he was just seeing them tear, tear up the field, you know, the entire game last night. And, then, you know, I, I was the same way as well. I mean, just just in awe of just seeing him fight, seeing him uh, run, uh, run down to, to the goal. I mean, he was 
he was on one. I mean, he was excellent last night. I mean, so, I mean, this is definitely a good argument for more minutes for Faraday. And of course, when, um, Malik got subbed in as well. I mean, he definitely made opportunities uh, oh in that second goodness. half. Dude, you are so correct. There was a there were a couple subs last night when Keko Malik got in. It was like a, a, a little bit of a different team. It was almost like a head snap. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. whoa, what are we doing here? This was this was really cool. But re- that six players didn't make the trip. Jack Gurr didn't go either. So that's six guys, six starters mm-hmm. didn't go. So he got rested as well. And that Faraday played his spot. And it's like, well, there you go. Look at that. You know, we actually have some natural replacements that did really well against Phoenix. Now, granted, Phoenix is no Kansas City, but then Kansas City is not Kansas City. But we'll talk about that on another episode of State Mm -hmm. of the Republic podcast. We're going to leave that one on the table. Yeah, I was also really impressed by Malik when he got subbed in, right? Or I said it again, rotated in when he was rotated into the squad. He did such an amazing job, and it's something that has happened, right, when he's in those situations where he's not starting a match. And to run as fast as the guy does and in Phoenix weather, hats off to him. That's all. The guy's got speed no matter what conditions of play you have. And I'm glad that Coach didn't sub him in initially, right, uh, at halftime like he did with the other guys that were subbed in uh, close to halftime. You can oh, use a sub it. when you're talking oh. about bringing the, any of the seven off the bench. Subbing is okay. Oh, it's okay. That Okay, we're establishing that. Okay, great. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, you know, he, he got rotated in on, on the 70th minute. And, yeah, uh, I, I'm really glad that the coach decided to do so uh, a little bit later on. And this is the first time I'm saying this, right, because usually we complain, right, like, oh, you're waiting too long to – you know, bring these players into the match and whatnot. But knowing that on Wednesday, I, I think he should be a starter, right? We'll talk more about that tomorrow. But it, it was good to give him still some minutes in this game, but don't give him as much as you did with the other guys that got a full second half, but just give him 20 minutes. And the guy showcased himself, right? Like he usually does. He always makes the effort to show that, hey, he could continue to be a starter. And, uh, you know, he creates those opportunities and he should have gotten a goal yesterday. I mean, there were those couple of plays that he had. They should have been goals, you know, just the, the Phoenix luck. It didn't happen. And I know their goalkeeper had a couple of good stops as well, but uh, they, they, they should have been. Luther's, they, you know. Luther's kind of funky bicycle kick. Now that we're looking at the uh, the substitution order, how Malik came in for Luther. And <laughs> Luther's kind of half lame bicycle. <laughs> uh, could have been a goal, but it was like it was slow motion. <laughs> Do you guys remember that one? Yeah, well, keep trying. I mean, that I think they, they should keep trying those. I mean, eventually it'll happen, and you'll have a, a top 10 sports center goal. Yep, you will certainly have that big guy, though. Big, big guy, big guy. Yeah. All right. I think oh. he needs to gain his confidence with the goal personally, though. That's that's what I think is going on with Luther. And yes. he needs that goal so badly, though. I mean, yes, the poor does. guy, he hasn't been doing as great. But once he gets the goal, I feel like he's going to be on fire. But right now, he just hasn't gotten it. And hey, hopefully he gets it on Wednesday, right? What better oh, yeah. inspiration than getting it uh, on that game? I, but. I cannot wait to... to to wrap this podcast up so that we can uh, start thinking about what we're going to say 
about the run-up for the Open Cup because there's a lot of different uh, things to talk about for the run-up <laughs> as far as, you know, who's going to play, what our scores are going to be like. But anyhow, let's uh, finish this guy up here. Yeah, well, I, I mean, those were my thoughts on the match. Uh, like I said, uh, I think normally had it been another match, right, I think it could have been a lot different if you have our typical starters. I think we get the win. We we clearly could see it in Phoenix that, you know, they couldn't be our um, rotation squad for this match and at home. Then it really isn't the same uh, team that we've seen in other, other years. But for our intensive purposes, for uh, – the fact that it, this match just happens a couple of days before Wednesday, I was really glad with what I saw on the pitch too. And I don't really think there's a reason to be disappointed at the team for not scoring a goal or not getting the win for this one. And coach did, did what I wanted to see. So, Hey, I, I have nothing, but thanks for coach. Cause I think a lot of things that I've been wanting to see this season, they've happened. So yeah. I'm just saying he might be listening to some of these shows because Hey, he's listening to some of the things that uh, I guess not only me, right? But y'all have also mentioned here on the show. So, right. But I love the Spanish connection. We have Dami and Keko coming in for the Spanish connection. That always makes Sharon happy to see that because it's a, it, like I said, when you bring those guys in, it's a whole, it's almost like you're bringing in a different team and a different look, the way that, that they bring uh, their, their game in to play. Um, so, it was it was pretty cool. That was another bright spot for me. I mean, all the other guys who started that were in those positions prior to, you know, the substitutions, fine. I'm cool with it. Everything worked out. There were some good kinks that, you know, Connor Donovan was sorting out in the first half. And then second half, you just had basically two rookie uh, center backs and you had two experienced guys out on the flank. You had Nick Ross sitting in in front of him who continued to run the marshalling. And then you had Duke wearing the captain's armband. What's not to like about any of that? You know, it was all perfect. You know, Dougie had, he tried to break down uh, Phoenix's defense. That was nice. That looked great. Uh, Emil, Emil can run. Emil can move the ball. Emil sees open spaces really well. Too hot. It was just too hot for everybody to do everything you know, to score a goal, but we sure gave it a try. So end of that. Um, yeah. So again, and I know what the unsolved mystery is, but I'm not going to say anything about it. It's very interesting. So stay tuned for unsolved mysteries. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any more thoughts on this match before we look at standings and how it's looking like? I'm good. Let's look at standings. All right. Uh, well, yeah, let's take a look at the standings here for the Western Conference right now as it sits. And again, I got to make the disclaimer in every single episode because we're still at that point. There's still matches uh, to be played to catch up to other teams. But we're sitting in seventh place with uh, 19 matches played and 30 points. And above us, you got the lights with one more match than we do. And they have one point. They beat Oakland yesterday 2-0 at Oakland. Uh, but granted, Oakland did get a red card, but uh, that's maybe why they ultimately got the win. Uh, El Paso Locomotive has got four more matches than we do, and they're sitting at just three points above us. New Mexico United with one more match, and they have 35 points, uh, five points above us. You got uh, Colorado with two more matches than we do, and they are at sitting at 40 points, so 10 more points than we do. 
San Diego, same situation as they are. And San Antonio is still in first. Uh, same matches that we do. 46 points, so 16 points above us. So it's looking a bit tough to get to that first uh, spot in the table. But I think second, third place with 40 points. And the fact that they have um, two more games than we do, it's still anyone's game. You get two wins and all of a sudden you're just four points away from them and, you know, with equal matches played. So this is getting pretty interesting where we're at right now. But again, we need to catch up uh, with matches played. And then we have a couple of Wednesday games coming over the next month. So be on the lookout for that. I think uh, we're going to have an interesting close to the season. We better have an interesting close to the season. Oh, and by the way, I don't even want to say this, but I'm going to say this. The Texas Cup, I, I guess they called it Copa Tejas. Yeah, um, Copa, te- yep, Copa Tejas, yep. Copa Tejas it sucks. I mean, as much as uh, San Antonio is doing super well, they won the Copa Tejas, and they were all excited about that. But it's kind of like they're number one in our in our conference. <laughs> we just want to knock them out. It's like the loss, one of the three losses that they have is against us. You know, so mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we need to have a Copa California, you know, with San Diego, us, Oakland, you know, Orange County. We need to have a Monterey. Yeah. Monterey. Yeah, we can have a Copa California amongst the five squads. So that would be kind of cool, eh? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Connor. Connor. We should say Connor. Copa California. Really. We've got enough teams now. It can be fun. Right. And, you know, so, yeah, let's do that. Okay. Thanks, Connor. Thanks for putting that in. We'll get it. Or, or at minimum, you know, with the Northern California teams have, have a hella cup, you know, the uh, Republic uh, roots and uh, Monterey Bay, you know, just like, well, I know, I know it's three teams, but uh, you know, still just some, something informal, you know, for Northern yeah. California. Northern California, because I don't forgot LA Galaxy too, but they're going to be gone. Yeah. You know, after after um, the season. Yeah. They're out for, next year. Yeah. Forget the MLS two teams. Yeah. Push them yeah. away. No MLS. Oh my God. That would be really fun. Come on, Connor. Let's figure this one out. Okay. Enough. <laughs> yeah. Like we're creating new trophies too, which I think they should because it's like you can only get one trophy each year and we need to fill the trophy halls. And not, I'm not just saying it for us, right? Not to just be selfish, right? But other teams might right. want to get a cup and might never have a chance to get it, right? Selfish. And uh, who is it? Did you say Oakland? I'm selfish. I'm selfish. Okay. Yeah. Well, if we did have the Hella Cup, we'd be at a pretty good spot to win it because we beat Monterey already twice. Oakland, we know, yes, we, we didn't beat him. It was just a couple of ties. But if you're, you know, comparing points to points, you know, I think we'd have a good chance of already getting it too. And we're playing Monterey again, right, next month, so... All right, mm-hmm. let's get this. Let's get let's get the helicopter. Yeah, let's make it happen. Thank you, Connor. All right, <laughs> moving on. Okay, we did stats. We did standings. Are we at unsolved mysteries? I'm Actually, hearing that music. I oh. think we are. I, I hear the music, Jared. I, I mean, sorry. I, I it's just it's playing already. I guess you got to go. I hear the music. <laughs> Well, this one's actually relevant to last night's match. So now so we we all know the history that uh, Phoenix Rising, uh, pre, uh, nay, uh, Arizona United SC has had over the past several years, moving from home venue to home venue. I mean, starting off 
actually, as the Phoenix Wolves FC, uh, around uh, 2011 or 2012 or so, but only lasting a couple seasons before their USL license was revoked, but then giving birth to what later became Arizona United SC, uh, they played two seasons in uh, in Peoria in the Northwest uh, Valley, uh, 2015 playing in Scottsdale at the Scottsdale Stadium, and then more recently moving to the location that was across from the Tempe Marketplace before they came to their current location in Chandler at the Wild Horse Pass uh, Casino Resort uh, right next door to Rawhide. Uh, But an interesting stat, ever since Phoenix Rising FC have moved to Chandler, whenever the Republic and Rising have played each other at that stadium, neither team has won a single match. There have been goals, yes, but not a win, not a loss. It has been entire draws ever since the organization moved to Chandler. Now, recently, there had been news that uh, Rick Shantz uh, had signed on for another year, so he'll be coaching for 2023, but also that the team are likely going to be staying at Wild Horse Pass for 2023 as well. So are we ever going to see a win or a loss uh, in Chandler at this point? That remains to be seen. I mean, both of these teams have fought hard in years past. Um, the past couple of years, we haven't been doing so great, and Phoenix has been sitting in first or second now the tables have turned to where phoenix is currently sitting in 10th and we're in the playoff hunt uh, this year so it's going to be a mystery as far as how next year goes i mean are we going to be able to keep keep a hold of the majority of our team uh, are there going to be any transactions uh the same thing for phoenix are they going to keep folks like santi moore or aiden quinn and continue to rebuild this year i mean that's, that's definitely going to be a mystery. Is there going to be anything more than a point issued in Republic FC, Rising FC matches in Chandler uh, next year? That was an excellent unsolved mystery, my dear. So with that remains to be seen. Yeah, it, it should be interesting uh, to, to see what happens there. But yeah, I'm surprised considering that anytime we play against Phoenix, it, it's anyone's game, right? And the fact that we've gotten a lot of ties lately is, uh, you know, just means that things have changed too. And uh, and just there, right? Because we are undefeated against them this year. Let's remember the, the cup game. That's true. And in fact, the, uh, the final game of the series for this year during the regular season is in September. And that is a Wednesday game. Yeah. Which is, it's a shame. It's like, come on, it should be a Saturday game. We know Wednesday games are... A bit tough for people, but yeah. <sighs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. At, at, at least, least it's home. At least we're in our stadium. It's better. The odds are better. But in their stadium, that's a weirdo. Yeah. Well, and, and better weather, too, definitely will not be the same as over there, guaranteeing. <laughs> Bingo. All right. Well, thank you. One more thing. Um, or no, we have two more things, actually, I should say. Podcast winner dinner standings, as we mentioned before, uh, nothing's changed. It was a zero zero tie. Um, I I had actually set a tie. I was two two, and Sharon was actually pretty close. She had set a one nil win. Had one of those opportunities we had gone in, it would have been uh, points for Sharon too. And of course, Jared said three one, which would have been nice, but would have been nice yeah so you, no, you don't get the tie happened. because you didn't call the right score although your heart was in the right place as far as a tie 
I don't know. Was I closer to the fact that I predicted Phoenix having a zero and, you know, there was a chance with Luther's bike and Malik and everybody, you know, it's like, oh, there were so many chances. But again, nobody scored. Nobody get points. We didn't get it right. Yeah. But tomorrow's episode, actually, and that's a good segue to that, to get everyone a teaser uh, to listen to us. It's the first time that we're posting one episode on one day and then another episode the next day. And that should be really interesting because we are going to be talking about the Open Cup. And we're going to be giving our predictions again. This one's going to be a lot more interesting than any other prediction we've given because for the first time, five points are on the line and it could change so much in this competition because at the end of the year, it could actually boil down to this match. It could literally be just points. And this is the one that will just deliver so many points to everyone. Yeah, because uh, Luis is already tasting his Makuni sushi since I bet that's who he's going to pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually have a different spot that I would pick right now. Um, it's a spot none of us have ever gone to, but that could change possibly on Wednesday if you guys want. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I think anyone's game. That's why I'm offering more points because I want you guys to hopefully get more points. Uh, I'm, I'm being... I'm not being selfish right now at this point. I just wanted to be a really close match. A close match. <laughs> I wanted to be a oh, really close competition. You don't want us. You don't want us to be Oakland and Monterey, and you be San San Antonio. Okay, fine. No, no, uh, <laughs> no. Actually, no. Um, I, I don't want you guys to be Portland Timbers under twenty three, and me be Sacramento. Like <laughs> oh God. <laughs> and, you, uh, and you would still be San Antonio. Okay, fine. I want you guys to be LA Galaxy and I'm Psych Republic. That's what I want. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, all right. Well, we'll find that out tomorrow. And also, um, we might be having a special guest, a really amazing special guest in tomorrow's episode. And uh, we want to tell you guys for sure, but we know life happens and, you know, we, we, we don't want to guarantee it, but it looks like it's a really good chance that we will have them on and, It'll be really awesome to have them on to talk about Wednesday's game because I'm sure they'll have a lot to say about it. So uh, be on the lookout for that. The podcast will probably be posted sometime uh, Monday evening, probably around 7 to 9 p.m. is what I estimated at, but we'll definitely be uh, letting everyone know. Or better yet, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to us, whatever podcast platform you have out there, and you'll be able to Find out right when it gets uh, posted on Monday evening or check out our website, sacksoccerpod.com because literally once I post it within 30 minutes or less, a page gets generated and you can actually listen to it on there, even if it's not quite yet on the app. So if you want to listen to it early, the website is is your best bet because it gets uh, uh, sent to it right away. Let's just say... That if this special guest comes true, you all might know who he is. And it's a he. Yeah. And another another hint uh, there for y'all, too. And it's definitely someone who has experience uh, playing the game in yeah. general. So Big experience. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, sir. Awesome. Well, Jared, Sharon, any last words before we uh, say goodnight to all of our listeners tonight? Go Republic. Let's get this dub on Wednesday. What about awesome. you? Yeah. 
Uh, let's go Republic. And I can't wait to record uh, tomorrow's episode already too. I want to talk about it here, but you got to wait till tomorrow to, to hear it. So <laughs> cue the music. <laughs>